Because I'm like, I've tried everything at this point. And going into the gym and being able to lift heavy and leave and just feel better. Like I felt better. And it was weird because every single time I worked out, I felt worse. But with this program, I'd leave a workout with more energy. I'd feel better. I'd feel happier. <laughs> and just the fact that I can get in the gym. And I've even tried like before lifting lighter weights and thinking that that was the answer. And it just wasn't the answer. And there's just something about lifting a heavy weight that just makes me so happy. So <laughs> everything about this program was so great. What's up, lovely ladies? Dr. Emily Kybert here with Thyroid Strong Podcast. I am a chiropractor, a mama to Elvis in Brooklyn, and I have Hashimoto's, but it's currently in remission. On this podcast, I share simple, actionable steps with a little bit of tough love on how to lose that stubborn weight, get your energy and your life back, and finally learn how to work out without burning out, living with Hashimoto's. Echo, welcome to Thyroid Strong Podcast. So excited to have you on. I'm so excited to be here. This is my first podcast ever. So I'm like really excited. <laughs> yeah. Also, everyone who listens in is either suspecting they have Hashimoto's or has been diagnosed with Hashimoto's. And I'd love for you to share your journey into finding out that you had Hashimoto's. Yeah. Wow. It's a crazy story, I feel like. I feel like everybody that gets diagnosed with Hashimoto's has a different journey. And for me personally, I was somebody that always really took care of my health. And it came as a big shock because I felt like I was doing all the quote unquote right things. I fell in love with food and I fell in love with weightlifting before my diagnosis. And I had my quote unquote, like perfect physique. I was so happy. I was fueling my body with whole foods and I became a holistic health coach because I just fell in love with health. And right before COVID, I had actually taken a yoga teacher training as well. And when I completed this yoga teacher training, I kind of started noticing that I was a little bit tired because I think that I was doing my yoga training and then also doing weight training at the same time. And my yoga training was a little bit intensive where we would do like two hours of yoga on the weekends. And then on top of my already weightlifting routine, I think it was just a little bit too much on my body. So as my yoga training ended and I went back into the gym, I started noticing like I was getting a lower back pain. And this was so weird to me because I felt like I was always somebody who really focused on their form. And yeah, it, it just was super weird. And every single time I went to the gym, I would get this like muscle spasm in my back. And I went to the doctor and they couldn't find anything wrong. So I'm like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> I can't weightlift anymore. And that was the first thing that was kind of hard for me to navigate. And I was going to go to a physical therapist, but then COVID hit. And so I couldn't go to the gym anymore. And I tried to do the at-home workouts. And I kind of was like, this is not the same. <laughs> I just want to be back into a gym. And then that's when I started noticing some symptoms. The first thing I noticed other than my back weird thing was my main symptom was 
a pressure in my neck and this pressure in my neck would just not go away. And I remember being in a relationship with my ex-boyfriend at the time and just going over his house and complaining, like, why does my neck hurt? This is so weird. And then on top of the like, I started feeling fatigued more and more after the over-exercising. And it seemed as I would try and do my at-home workouts and every time I would, I would just be more tired. Mm. And I spent a lot of time just feeling tired all the time. And eventually the pain in my neck just grew more and more and the fatigue just grew more and more where I was like, no, something is actually wrong. I was in and out of doctor's offices trying to figure out what was wrong. Everyone just told me, oh, don't you have a history with anxiety? That's what I see here. And I'm like, yeah, this is true, but this is not the same. There is something going on here that's deeper than just anxiety. So I took my health into my own hands because I realized that in my personal journey, I wasn't going to get the answers that I was searching for doing the same thing that I was doing. So I worked with a functional nutritionist online. And while she can't personally diagnose me, we ran labs and it was apparent that I had Hashimoto's as my TPO antibodies were through the roof. <laughs> Mine were personally at uh, 300 and in my highest, they've been at 550. So they've been pretty up there. And for me personally, once I found out, I mean, I went through all of the emotions. I went through all of the emotions of how could this happen to me? How did this happen to me? And everything like that. So once I got out of that mode, I was like, I'm ready to do whatever it takes to find the root cause of this and heal from it. And since then, that was about a year ago, um, July of 2021 is when I was diagnosed. And even since then, like I've done so much healing in just one year. It's kind of crazy. And I'm just going to continue being on this journey and just share everything that I've learned over the past year and just as my journey as a holistic health coach. And yeah, I feel like that's kind of just like my purpose here is to have gone through it. And for me personally, when I first got diagnosed, I really tried to heal completely holistically, which I don't entirely recommend if you need medication because yeah, I tried that and I was just kind of making myself suffer. And then once I got on the proper dose of medication and implemented the diet and lifestyle changes, I really feel like that's what's helped me be where I am today. I feel like sometimes women don't want to do medication because it's not quote unquote natural, but it's like mm -hmm. you will feel potentially so much better. <laughs> I learned that the hard way, but in a way, like I'm kind of glad that that was my journey just because I know how intense and severe that this disease really is. And I feel like I felt it to the max capacity that I could feel it at. So I really know what it feels like without the medication and how deeply difficult it is to manage. I don't suggest that you do it that way, but I am happy in my personal journey that I went through that because I really do know how difficult it is to live with. When you talk about the pain in your neck, was it on yeah. the front side, like over your thyroid gland or was it on the back side? It was in the front. It was like my thyroid was swollen all the time because obviously it's being attacked and attacked and attacked. And 
without the medication, my body could really feel that. Like it, it felt like somebody was squeezing my neck at all times. It was very painful. And I feel like even now, like if I go through a period of stress or something emotional happens in my life or I overexercise, that will be the first thing that I'll notice is my neck will hurt. That's my like main symptom, which I know I've, I've talked with a lot of people and some people have it and some people don't. And I feel like it, it's one of those ones that's kind of like a little fascinating for, for people. <laughs> yeah, even fascinating from like a quote unquote stress perspective. Because if you think mm -hmm. of like a fullness or pressure or tightness or pain on the front of your neck, right? That if you equate it to like someone with their hands around your neck, could put you mm -hmm. in that like fight or flight response, that like chronic stress response. If you're feeling that from an inflammation of your thyroid gland or a fullness of your thyroid gland, subconsciously, you're probably like in a constant fight or flight state. Yeah, it's actually interesting you say that because in my own personal journey, something I feel like the root cause for me was stress related a, a thousand percent. And because like I, I said, I was doing all the quote unquote right things. I've yeah. always taken care of my health. But when you really look at my past patterns and relationships with people, those always haven't been my most healthy choices. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like a lot of it is and has been stress related for me. And I actually did get my hormones tested as well using a Dutch test, which I highly recommend doing. And my cortisol levels were through the roof. So <laughs> um, it definitely was something for me where I know that a big portion of this developing in me was from being stuck in fight or flight mode for sure. I think it's also stressful to be trying to get your diagnosis going through COVID when like there's weird doctor office protocols or doctors aren't seeing patients in person. That must have been very challenging. It was. It was a whole other struggle on top of it. And I don't blame the doctor's offices. Of course, I know there's good doctors and not so great doctors. And, and obviously it was a stressful time for everybody but it definitely was something <laughs> something where it was very difficult for me to navigate I was like oh, what is going on so you had a history of enjoying lifting weights which I think yeah. for a lot of women is probably not the norm like a lot of women are like oh wait scary it's gonna it's gonna hurt <laughs> me but you had a history of enjoying throwing around heavy weights um how did you come across thyroid strong I came across thyroid strong just scrolling through Instagram I'm pretty sure that you came up on my Instagram feed just like as a suggested post. And it was a post that you had done that literally spoke to my soul because it said something like talking about if you've been doing yoga or walks and you're still feeling tired. And for me, throughout my Hashimoto journey, that is something that's been really, really difficult for me. Personally, coming from a weightlifting background is doing such little movements, such as taking a walk around your neighborhood. I mean, that doesn't require much movement. It's, a, it's considered like a low impact workout. Yeah. And I would be left fatigued for days, sometimes even weeks for just going for a simple walk in the neighborhood. So for me, it was heartbreaking because... I love to throw out around heavy weights. And when I saw that post, I was like, wait, what? Like, this is, this is so me. If I could do anything to get back into the gym and lift weights without me feeling fatigued, I will do it. 
So when I saw that post, I was so excited. <laughs> and I immediately was like, I, I need to join this. That's awesome. I got to go find that post and dig it up. <laughs> I don't even remember looking it, but it's, it's somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's there. And it spoke to my soul. I was like, that's 100% me. <laughs> I love it. Obviously, you went through the six weeks and mm -hmm. you joined the membership, which is Stay Strong afterwards. What were yes. some of the things that you enjoyed about Thyroid Strong? Of course, just enjoyed to be able to go back in the gym and lift heavy and not feel fatigued after a workout is great. And I was definitely, I know I saw a lot of other people be skeptical at first being like, am I really going to not feel this way? And I was too, because I'm like, I've tried everything at this point. And going into the gym and being able to lift heavy and leave and just feel better. Like I felt better. And it was weird because every single time I worked out, I felt worse. But with this program, I'd leave a workout with more energy. I'd feel better. I'd feel happier. <laughs> and just the fact that I can get in the gym. And I've even tried like before lifting lighter weights and thinking that that was the answer. And it just wasn't the answer. And there's just something about lifting a heavy weight that just makes me so happy. So <laughs> everything about this program was so great. I love it. What was something maybe you didn't like about it? Because I think that's important to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that I personally didn't like about it, and this is such a personal reason, yeah, is I since I come from a weightlifting background, I'm somebody that's like, I have, I used to have an app. I used to use the Sweat app. Oh yeah. I did Power with oh Kelsey Wells and that was like, that was my shit. I don't know if I can say it on the mug. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that, oh, I've completed that program like multiple times and I just loved it. And when you look at like an app and then it has like the person doing just like the exercise that you're supposed to be doing on the app, it's just so easy for me to like look at it and then do it. But with Thyroid Strong, you, you kind of have to go back to the basics a little bit and make sure you're doing the right things, which I think is a positive thing for me listening to having to go back and listen to the video when you're kind of like in the zone and want to just like look at the exercise and do it was a little difficult for me. But I think that it's important to have in there for people who are just starting their weightlifting journey. So that yeah. was just a very personal thing. So it's interesting because it's much easier to create the program and just do like a one minute how to video, like how to deadlift. And then yeah. someone reads the program. It's like, it's an easier structure, but women were like, no, I want to like work out with you. I want you to do the whole workout with me. <laughs> yeah. And I understand that. So I like sat down. I was like, shit, we can like do the whole workout. Like you're going to sweat right there with me for the full like 20, 30 minutes. It's totally personal preference because I know that there are some people that love to turn on a TV and like do the whole workout with the person. I'm just not that person. But yeah, I mean, it's just very, it's just very individual based. I feel like totally even for myself, I don't even like watching videos. I like just like reading the program and doing it like in my own uh -huh. time. So I can put my own rest breaks in. Yeah. I was like, you know what? People learn different ways. So I should just try to like include all the different ways, like read a program, watch single how to videos, as well as work out for 30 minutes with me. <laughs> for sure. I just download the workouts and do it that way. But there are some where I'm like, I don't know what this means. So I have to go back and watch you do it. So for that, I'm grateful. Oh, awesome. Sometimes, especially for the women who have lifted before, when they start thyroid strong, they do 20, 25 minute workout and they're like, is that it? Should I do this workout twice? Should I do one of these 
five days a week or six days a week. Did you find that to be true at all? Especially coming from like a probably more high intensity lifting if you were doing sweat app. Absolutely. I think that we all want or we we're our minds are programmed to think a certain way when it comes to exercise. And I think with Hashimoto's, we kind of have to unlearn some things that we've learned before. And sometimes you have to learn that the hard way by just going out there and trying it and be like, oh, my body is not there yet. So I think that it's okay to have those types of thoughts because we still are learning and navigating what our new life is like living with Hashimoto's. But I will say that sometimes with this, less really is more. And those workouts that are just those 20, 25 minute workouts are so good and they're doing so much for you. You're going to be maybe a little sore, not like so sore that you can't move the next day, but be sore in some good places. And you'll see that the workouts really are really are good workouts, even with being just 20 to 30 minutes. A lot of us assume with Hashimoto's that our healing journey is linear, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're going to eat better, work out, try to like it's, but it's really kind of this like one step forward, two steps back, two steps forward, one step back, especially with kind of these crazy times of getting COVID. And a lot of women ask, you know, if I had a setback, like getting COVID, where do I pick up again? Do I start from the beginning? Do I leave off, like go back to where I left off? Because you had COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And I know for myself, when I had COVID, it took me a good three weeks just to be able to like walk around the block without needing a four hour nap. And even getting back into my workout routine, I was so winded and so <laughs> fatigued. I'd love for you to share your experience with having maybe a hurdle or a setback and getting back into working out and taking care of yourself from all aspects. I started thyroid strong. I finished thyroid strong. Then I joined stay strong and I completed the first week and then I went on vacation and I got COVID. <laughs> so the point where I started and stopped was an interesting one because I had just completed the program. So for me, luckily for me, I got it for three and a half days and then the rest of the time that I was still positive, I didn't really have intense symptoms. And I was lucky for me where when it was finally over, I felt a little fatigue, but it was nothing crazy. It was nothing like the fatigue I had even felt a year prior. So I was definitely very grateful for that. However, when I went back into the program, I started at week one and I could definitely definitely tell that it was a little difficult for me to restart having had COVID and having taken all that time off. But I felt like everybody is so different, but I quickly kind of recovered from that and was able to complete all three workouts. And by the end of the week, felt really good. That's just what happened for me. I don't know. It's, it can be just so different for anyone. But I would say to just kind of pick up where you left off and see how you feel. I know for me and somebody that's come from a weightlifting program or weightlifting background and done programs, like I think we kind of all get in this mode of like, oh, do I need to start back from the beginning or I'm just going to lose all my progress. And I feel like you can start where you left off and just see how you feel. And if you feel like you need to go back a little bit, then you can backtrack and it's going to be okay. <laughs> it was the kettlebell swings, wasn't it? Like the <laughs> Yeah, the kettlebell swings get me. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that I remember after COVID, I remember swinging and I was like, 
Like I felt like I was like sucking wind. I was like, I only did five. <laughs> I just completed the first week this week of Stay Strong. And it's those those lunges. Oh. <laughs> those lunges, they get me. And it's funny because those are what don't have any weight that you're picking up. But they are, when you do that many of them in a row, I'm like. <gasps> I know, I know. Sometimes I look at a program and I'm like, oh, who programmed all these squats and lunges? I'm like, oh, right. I wrote that program. Okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm one of those people that actually like loves squats. And I know you, oh. you either like love them or you hate them, but I love them. That's awesome. <laughs> so what would you tell the woman who is maybe hesitant to pick up a weight or is hesitant because they're afraid of injuring themselves? I would say go slow, but you're stronger than you think. And you can totally do this. And just do what you're, you feel comfortable with at first. And over time, you're going to get stronger and stronger and things are going to get easier and easier. And I know that gym anxiety is a total real thing. So if you want to start off at home and work your way up to being more confident in the gym, like go for it. If you want to just go to the gym and stick to yourself and start slow, like do that. Just do what you're comfortable with, but just know that you are strong and you, you definitely are stronger than you think. Totally. Have you noticed now doing thyroid strong that maybe other aspects in life have gotten easier? Hands down. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Hands what? down. I feel like now, even this many weeks later, like I can now take walks because my legs are stronger and I'm just stronger. The walk around the neighborhood that was going to fatigue me before is not going to fatigue me now. I've been able to do many, many walks after Thyroid Strong, which is great because I love getting outside and walking. And yeah, it just does wonders for my stress levels. So I'm really grateful for that. I definitely can tell even just like lifting groceries and things like that, that it's easier on my arms. I feel like I'm getting less like weird pains throughout my body, which is good. I can feel myself getting stronger. Those pains in my back that I had mentioned in the beginning, yeah. they don't happen anymore. Specifically this program, I think, especially being a chiropractor too, I was like, this is perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, yeah, all of these exercises are really good on my back and not too strenuous, which I am definitely grateful for. Awesome. You also have a program for women with Hashimoto's. Can you share some information on that? Yeah, sure. Um, I created a program called The Butterfly Effect for those healing their butterfly gland. It's a self-paced course with nine different modules all about the different diet and lifestyle changes going into root causes, gut health, metabolism, different lifestyle changes. There are just so many things that I wish that I had known a year ago when I was diagnosed. And I put everything into just one easy place where you can go start to finish on your own time and really just learn about what exactly is going on in your body and how you can make the necessary steps to begin to make your symptoms feel better and go on a path of healing holistically. And there are just so many things that I had wished that I knew in the beginning that I want to help everybody learn because I know everyone's on a different journey, but yeah, there are just so many things that I feel like as a holistic health coach and somebody that is living with this, I just want to put all the information that I know out there and help as many women as possible. What are one or two of the things you wish you had known when you, in the beginning? <laughs> I feel like for my own personal journey, the lifestyle changes were like the 
biggest thing. And I used to have really intense flare ups where I would feel really dizzy and I would just feel them coming on. It was almost like a really heavy feeling throughout my body where I kind of just felt extremely dizzy and like I could just faint on the floor there. That used to happen to me a lot. And one of like the biggest things, and it's so, it's such a small little tool seriously changed my entire life was taking Epsom salt baths. And right when I felt like I was going to go into this flare, like I would just immediately get in the bath for like soaking in it for like 30 minutes. And it would make me feel so much better. And it would actually stop some of the flares sometimes. So I feel like for me personally, in my own personal journey, it's taken a lot of trial and error. But I think that the lifestyle changes were little tools that I wish that I had had then. So that's probably my favorite section in the course is just going through all the different detoxing that you could do and just different tools that you can implement into your life to live a happier and more stress-free and on your way to working towards symptom-free life. Awesome. Where can people find you? You can find me on either Instagram or TikTok. My at is going to be at Echo Wellness Club. And you can find me same at on TikTok and Instagram. And you can find me there. Ask me any questions that you'd like. If you want to read more about the butterfly effect, you can just click the link that's on either page and it will take you right to there. Awesome. And then one last question. What would you tell the woman who's like hesitant to joining Thyroid Strong? Oh, I would say that there's nothing to be hesitant about. Just go for it. This program is going to make you stronger. It's going to help in every aspect of your life, like not even just with weightlifting. It's just going to help you feel more energized. It's going to help your mood. It's Seriously, I cannot rave about this program enough. I've probably told everyone I know. <laughs> so I would 100% just say go for it. And I know it's kind of scary joining something new. And it's kind of scary, especially if you don't come from a weightlifting background. It can be intimidating to pick up a weight. But like everybody starts somewhere. Every single person that's ever picked up a weight, there's been a point in their life where they've never picked up one before. And I'm as somebody who has been very strong from weightlifting, I would say it's one of my favorite feelings in the world just to feel your best and feel strong. And that is truly an unmatched feeling. So you can feel that way with Hashimoto's. I love it. Echo, thank you so much for sharing your journey and then also for sharing of course, your offering in the world. It was so great having you on Thyroid Strong. I loved this conversation. It was amazing. And I thank you for having me. If you enjoyed this episode or even learned just one new piece of information to help you on your Hashimoto's journey, would you do me a huge favor? Rate and review Thyroid Strong Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you used to listen in to this podcast and share what you liked. Maybe you learned something new. And if you didn't like it, well, shoot me a DM on Instagram, Dr. Emily Kybird. I read and respond to every single DM. I truly believe all feedback is good feedback, even the ugly comments. If you're interested in joining the Thyroid Strong course, a home workout program using kettlebells and weights, where I teach you how to work out without the burnout, go to dremilykybird.com forward slash TS waitlist. You'll get all the most up-to-date information on when the course launches and goes live. 
special deals and early access bonuses for myself and my functional medicine doctor friends. Again, dremilykyber.com forward slash TS waitlist. I hope to see you on the inside, ladies.